Yo, it's Drake on this motherfucker, man, bleeding out. Uh, shout out to everybody tuned in again, once again. Second episode of the year, it's 2020, and this motherfucker, man. Uh, I just wanted to say, man, shout out to uh, my listeners, uh, new and old, you know what I mean? Shout out to uh, my sponsor for this episode, Little Dumplings, uh, in the test kitchen inside Southern King and Fishers. Um, I said it before, I'm gonna say it again, little man. It's a global street food inspired menu. Um, they're inside the brewery, you feel me? And uh, they, they got some good food, man. They've been up there for a couple weeks now, I'm pretty sure. And um, they got a bunch of different uh, worldwide options on the menu, you feel me? Maybe uh, things that you would find uh, food carts, you know, outside the bars after hours. So I hope y'all go ahead and, and check them out, eat some good food, and enjoy yourselves, you know what I mean? Uh, I hope y'all had a good month in February. I hope y'all had a good Valentine's Day, all that shit. And yeah, bro, I do want to say RIP to all the people that we lost in the last few months, man. Uh, or at least me, you know what I mean? I don't know if y'all were affected at all, but this shit was kind of fucking my head up, you know what I mean? We lose a lot of uh, a lot of stars lately. It's kind of, I'm not really used to that type of thing, but, um, you know... I hate to see people die so young. Uh, R.I.P. Rest in peace, Juice World. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Um, you know, I just found out about that today, so that was really bugging me out. You know, also R.I.P. Everybody that lost their lives to gun violence here in India in the last few months, man. Uh, it's really, it's really getting bad out here. I hope y'all stay safe, man, and uh, tell somebody you love them today, for real, like. As much as I, I stress that shit, you feel me? It's around this time is uh we need that the most. So yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I talked to um, Jess Littletown. She's a DJ, but she's also she's also an artist and she's been in bands. And uh, yeah, she was actually my first DJ. So I'm excited for y'all to hear uh, what she got to talk about. And uh, hope y'all have y'all a nice day. Let's go ahead and start the show. Yeah. Yeah, hey, uh, <laughs> Straco bleeding out. Uh, we in this motherfucker, man. Uh, in the building right now is Jess Little Town and Oreo Jones on them jump. You know what I mean? Uh, I hope y'all feeling good today. Uh, how are you doing, Jess? I'm doing great. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Would you Would you eat today? Uh. <laughs> See, I like that question. I be asking all the homies that. I be like, yo, what'd you just eat, bro? What'd you eat today, bro? He'd be like, nothing. I'd be like, come on, bro. Why can't I remember what I ate? I don't know. I didn't I go know. anywhere. I ate stuff at home. Yeah. Good shit. Look. Oh, no. I ate stuff at my work. Yeah? I ate pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a part of me. I don't remember I mean, eating pizza anymore. I, I'm the type of motherfucker <laughs> where like, I feel like most of my day is autopilot, but food is something that just... It's like the one thing I focus on too much, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or or shit that I want to eat that I'm just going to make myself not go eat because, you feel me, I'm trying to get on my shit lately, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, no, look, I have questions for you. It's been okay. a long time since the last time we talked linked yeah. up, you feel me? So I'm happy that we're doing this interview. Me and too. we've been wanting to get some women on here for a while. It's kind of been bugging us out. Like, come on, man. Sick of talking to all these dudes, you feel me? So this yeah. is great. Um, So first... What do you do for the people? Um, so I go by DJ Little Town, and I DJ various different events. And I also am in school for visual communications. Nice. So I make graphics, and I also like to bike a lot, and I do bike delivery. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, cool. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Indy. Mm-hmm. But I have dual citizenship in Brazil. So, How does that work? Um, basically, because my mom's from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Um, <laughs> I she like hooked it up for me so I could go there when I was little mm-hmm. and not be like a foreigner. Like, That's what's up. Like the first time I went there, I was eight, and they have a law there. I think other countries have it too, where like your mom can. Or, like, it basically, if your parents have the citizenship, then they can, like, arrange it so you have it, too. That's right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Did you spend much time out there? Yeah, when I was little, I went there a lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should show you a picture. There's, like, a crazy picture of me when I was 11, and I got my passport, and I look so different. Like, I just <laughs> look like a super Brazilian kid. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, 
Let's see. How was you like growing up here? Like, uh, around where'd you stay at? I grew up on the south side in Greenwood. Yeah. Yeah. Was it cool? Was it all right? You just chilling? Yeah, I liked it. Um, but yeah, having like a single mom that's not from indie made me feel like I didn't know what was going on all the time. Yeah. You know? No, nah, I understand that. Yeah. I feel like I, I was kind of clueless not being from here at all. And by the time I kind of popped up, I feel it was still taking me forever to realize a lot of shit or see where see where I'm at a lot of times. I think that's the one thing I'm the most confused with, like directions. Yeah. You feel me? You can't just put me somewhere. I'm going to just know where I'm at. <laughs> Whatever, though. Um, where'd you go to school? what I do? Yeah, well, where'd you go? Like for oh, like Perry, high school or something? Perry Meridian. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, was you, was you uh, involved in anything, like sports and shit like that? I was in band. Mm-hmm. I played the trumpet from the summer of fourth grade all the way until senior year. That's tight. Yeah. Hell yeah. But I got kind of sick of it towards the end, and I could tell, like, um, you have an instructor that's, like, the band person. Yeah. And I could tell he was kind of, like, bummed out at me a little bit because I stopped caring as much, like... I was cool with not playing leads and stuff anymore. I was like, I don't want to play lead anymore. Like, I wanted to just play like the rhythm parts. Or yeah. it's not really rhythm, but you like there's like the three parts of like a bigger band mm-hmm. of the brass. Yeah, band I was in band. Usually. I did percussion. That was my shit. Oh, that's cool. I tried to do marching band and then I, I quit that shit. I was not fucking with niggas, so yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool. I was like, fuck it. I'm really not in the. I like drums, but I'd rather work on the computer, just do everything electric, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you play other shit, too, right? Like, yeah. I know you you play bass, mm-hmm. but when did you start learning that? So, in high school, like, as well as playing trumpet, I learned to play guitar. Mm-hmm. And that was, I kind of missed that, honestly. Like, I just played guitar alone, and it wasn't, like, about sharing it with anybody. Like, yeah. I just was learning to play. Um and I never learned to read it, like how how you read um, music in band, like mm-hmm. the reading the notes. I just read tabs. Yeah. Um, so I did like that for a long time, just playing cover songs. And um, it's just something I did, you know, like how you learn to knit or something, you know. For sure, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then that just kind of like led me to picking up bass really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a bass for my sister um for christmas time it was i'm trying to remember it was before shame thugs it was like that winter before that what which shame thugs is the band yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) now i remember so because all right i want to like let's see i like to see what comes first because you dj that's how i met you yeah and then i remember you like like i went to a shame thugs show and i was so hype about that shit i was like yo this shit is Mm -hmm. fire like anything shame thugs like Mm -hmm. i'm there i don't give a fuck and i was like that's when i realized like a lot of the homies are in bands or were in bands and multiple different bands and shit like that so i feel like it was kind of interesting to me and i always want to know how people like even meet each other and start linking up uh, to do something like that how long did you know what's her name rachel yeah yeah how long when did y'all meet we met at a house mm-hmm. we met like at a house show yeah and um rachel's like pretty good at being on the internet like better than me at the time and she was like oh i think i follow you on the internet and i was like oh cool yeah <laughs> and then we just <laughs> became friends and she happened to stay like not too far from where i was living at the time which is near broad ripple mm-hmm. so we just were like let's hang out and one thing i immediately like noticed about her is like she was so genuine and, you know, you meet people, and they're like, well, let's hang out, but it doesn't happen. Or, yeah, like, no, let's yeah, play music. Sure. And she's like, no, like, let's meet up. Let's play music. Um, and Rachel came here from Bloomington, so I feel like she kind of, if you've ever been to Bloomington, she just kind of carried on that um, yeah. kind of lifestyle she had where people do just hang out and play music together, and it doesn't have to be, like, this big thing. You know, people are just jamming a lot. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, let's see. Well... When did you decide that you wanted to actually work with somebody else and be a part of something? Like as far as the uh, scene goes, or let's see, how do I want to word this? When did you discover the music scene in indie? Oh, it's um, different questions, but mm-hmm. I want to see what led up to you being in the band in the first place. You know what I mean? So like, uh, how did you find out what was going on and you start going to shows and shit like that? So being from Greenwood, like. So, so like, I owe a lot of who I am to my mom and my sister. Mm-hmm. So my mom's, like, I told you she's from Brazil, and my sister is, too. She yeah. moved here when she was seven. And she, 
my sister like showed me a lot of music and stuff growing up and she moved to Portland when I was 12. Mm -hmm. So I got to go to Portland a lot, like almost every summer. You like it out there? And yeah, I do. Fuck um yeah. so I got to like ride bikes a lot and go to some house shows and stuff there. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like I was hanging out with people who were like in their 20s and I was like 14. Yeah. But it was cool and um when I came back like I wanted to find stuff like that here. Mm -hmm. And then we happened to move from Greenwood. Me and my mom still, we moved like basically Broad Ripple area. And then I was like, whoa, like I was just so excited to not live in the suburbs anymore. So I just started to, I really, um, I met this guy at a tattoo shop that I DJed at. Yeah. And then he like went to punk shows and that was the first time I like started going to shows. And then I thought they were really like intimidating at first because people like they just be thrashing just kinda, around. Yeah. <laughs> well, it. Especially when there's a bunch of people you don't know. My favorite <laughs> thing about going to the shows is now I just recognize everybody when I yeah, walk in. Yeah, it's so crazy to think about like the juxtaposition of like now versus then when I didn't know anyone and I was just like not 21 yet and yeah. all that, all those feelings. But um, so yeah, that's kind of how I met like. Um, someone I dated for a little while and I played drums mm -hmm. like and we were in a band and that was like the first time I played music in a band what did you do were you playing the, the guitar the drums oh yeah oh, nice yeah all right so damn how many instruments do you know how to play <laughs> drums and bass I really don't even think I can play trumpet anymore I kind of just dropped it like I got more excited to do stuff that um was more like improv, I guess you could say. Like yeah. reading sheet music over and over again kind of maybe ruined that. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't know. That's hard to say. Like I really respect people who still play like classical music like that. But I mean, it's cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I, I'm always jealous of people who can play piano. Yeah, shit bugs me out. Like it's two things I wish I would have done when I was younger. Not three. Learn how to skate. Uh, learn how to play piano. Learn how to backflip. <laughs> So pissed! I never taught myself to backflip. Sounds it's, so hard. I'm trying to teach my daughter yeah. how to backflip. No, I'm you're not. Break her leg. I'm like, yo, come on, dog. Help me. Help you be great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, what type of different genres of music do you like? Fuck with? Because I know you DJ <clears> a bunch <throat> of shit. I've seen you uh, fuck with me at the rap shows and shit like that. But I know, like, I don't even know what to describe the genre of shame thugs. Yeah, and, um, I know. Like lately, there's been a lot of like trance music and shit like that going around. <laughs> people are into like, what, what? What's your favorite shit? How'd you get into all these different uh, types of music? Mm, with Shame Thugs, it was kind of a lot of stuff that Rachel was bringing to the table. She had because um, we played our our stuff with like cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. She had like like so we kind of um, you're gonna like this. We liked like the Three Six Mafia like slower, scary beats. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember y'all had yeah. sent me some shit, too. That <laughs> shit was fire. Yeah. Oh. So it was um, listening to that, and then I liked um, I liked this band Public Image, mm -hmm. and the bass player, his name's Ja Wobble, mm -hmm. and I like how his bass lines are, like, simple, and um, it's, like, it comes from, like, the Jamaican style, like, dub, like, boom, boom, like, just, so I kind of was inspired by that as playing bass in that band. I like Like, that. playing along with the beats. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's a nice uh it's a it's a good accent to what's going on. You feel me? Everything sounds like it should be going together instead of shit working against each mm -hmm. other. Um uh how long were you doing the Shame Thugs? Was was that the last band you were in or how many other bands did you do? Well, Shame Thugs isn't necessarily like over, but Rachel lives in Philly. Yeah. She's she been gone there. for a minute, right? Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah. But after she left, I did live in Bloomington for a while, and I was in this band called Dove. Nice. And then in another band that still pretty much is together now. We just haven't been playing shows as much. We're mm -hmm. called Sonia. Yeah. But it's with, like, pretty much the same people that um, I made friends with when I did live in Bloomington for a year. That's nice. Yeah. And that I was after me and you were, like, yeah. doing the DJ stuff together. She was tight. Yeah. That's fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess let's talk about that too. Like, because um, I know at some point when I came around to the square, it was like uh, everyone was telling me how it was mainly uh, more punk scene, you know what I mean? But it was like kind of dying down for some reason. I'm not sure why. Mm -hmm. I guess like bands either just like 
stop doing shit or they stop being good. I don't know how it works, but <laughs> whatever. But I remember like when it felt like uh, the rap shit was kind of taking over yeah. in, in a sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like, how did that happen in your point of view? Because before. Uh, before you got here, Oreo was saying that you DJ for him and uh, Nick at some point. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, like, what's your experience as far as the, the indie music scene and how it's evolved um, and changed in the square? Well, first of all, I, like, want to say this. I really owe it to you guys. Like, you're kind of, like, part of my story and, like, building confidence in front of people. Cause, oh, thank you. Yeah, like, because I... It was so, that's like the biggest thing when I got to just stand behind y'all, play your songs and be a part of that. And then I just was like, like feeding off of your energy pretty much. And it's like, oh, this is like how you can be in front of people. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It's just tight. Mm-hmm. I feel like I played one of my, one of a memorable show with you when we played that Culture Shock in Bloomington, yeah. which the lineup was like, looking back, a lot of the bands are just like, insane right now like it was like twin peaks mm-hmm. and tops mm-hmm. who else was i think it was like whitney play there was like a whole bunch it was like crazy bands that are like boy blown up now yeah. we play but i just remember like yeah sirius and i play we all played and then like we we're hanging out with that band tops so they're yeah. just like babes <laughs> yeah, <And> like <laughs> yeah, like they were from canada like mm-hmm. yeah i just remember that was a really cool show in the green room yeah for sure <laughs> yeah totally yeah it was such a beautiful day too yeah. We were in Bloomington outside. Yeah, I did a Culture Shock show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was fire, too. It was me yeah. and Matthias and Flacco back to back. Yeah. Nasty ass show. Yeah. I loved nice. it. They need to do that shit again. I don't, I don't even. Oh, and No Name was headlining. It's the yeah. first time I heard of No so Name. So it's like IU, uh, Bloomington, the university puts it on. I think it's WIUX, is their like radio station. Yeah. And they, like, every year they just book. Just some of the like the most premier artists of like all genre, just and tight. I feel like it used to just be rock and indie and like stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then there's just kind of the segue into hip hop and and rap and stuff. I love is, it. It's awesome festival for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so before, uh, sorry, I think I forgot your question too. Well, it was like it's kind of <laughs> like me kind of segueing into no, no, no. <laughs> I'm supposed to be keeping everyone on track. Well, because cause you do a lot of shit, right? Yeah. And so I know the bands, and I wanted to kind of get through that. And that's why, like, it was interesting to me just kind of figuring out uh, what type of genre of music you even enjoy the most. Because I feel mm-hmm. like you kind of um, kind of just like whatever it sounds good, it sound, seems like. Yeah. Um, but I do want to know, like, from your perspective, uh, when you decided to start DJing and how you uh, began... Um, introducing that part of aspect of your career into your lifestyle cool um so yeah i really owe a big like open door however you would word that to my sister yeah um my sister is about 13 years older than me so Mm -hmm. she kind of you know she kind of like showed me a lot of stuff and set an example for me and she worked at a few different record stores and still does. Mm-hmm. So I owe like like that environment to me, like starting DJing, which is why I liked a lot of different music because when you go to a record store, like the people that work there like everything. Yeah. Unless it's like a specific like Motown record store or something where they just like focus on that. But for sure. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I never thought of that. So just lots of time like going to Portland not really having any friends and like hanging out at the record store and just like listening to people talk about like, oh, this is the best like n- album in this time and like yeah. stuff like that. Fuck so yeah. I think that really kind of set the groundwork for me having like an open perspective of like different kinds of music. Do you have any favorite albums? Um, I really like ESG. Do you know that band? Mm-mm. I bet Oreo does. ESG for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Can you so- bring that a little closer? Oh, sorry. No, you good. <laughs> Yeah, ESG. What type of what type of uh, band is it? It's post punk. Yeah. But, um, Old shoegazy type stuff. Yeah. It's basically um. So I read an interview. So they're from Brooklyn in the '80s. Mm-hmm. It's like all black women. Mm-hmm. And um, you know James Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of okay. And so like the stuff that that they said in the interview was 
they were like, I used to love, I love it when James Brown would say, like, take it to the bridge. Yeah. So it'd be like, and be like, take it to the bridge. And it would just hold that. Yeah. And that's like the whole thesis of their band is to just have that, like, one, like, like, high energy, like, repetitive part. I like that. Yeah. That shit's hard. Yeah. I feel like, uh, I try to do that shit in, in my songs, or I like when producers just add like something that's it's just a uh, it feels like it it's um, it separates the song and just adds something more exciting to it, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I guess any rap records you would put in, like if you were to be like stuck on the island or some shit like that, like you just need this one album with you. Uh, um, I really like um, the like early Kanye West albums. Uh, that's tight. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why I can't listen to like the college dropout and shit like that. I've never been able to listen to that kind of. I don't know yeah. like all the words to late reg- registration. For real. Yeah. Mm. That's fine. It's crazy going back to those albums. Like, I, there, I took a long road trip. This was like maybe a year ago. It was like right after Ye dropped, and I went and I stacked everyone. I went from college dropout all the way to Ye, mm-hmm. and col- I was a die hard just like nothing touches college dropout at all whatsoever i was just college dropout kanye and then as i'm driving i'm like damn i damn near fuck with yeezus right now Bro, and i, I was I like everything just yeah and i'm like it's it's crazy how like the evolution and how your palate changes i mean currently i mean i, I remember when i hit puberty that was when i was like getting into like different shit and like weird shit and yeah. stuff like that but it still will grow even as you get older it, does. it still changes and changes it does so i thought that was interesting to see how the the how it tested the the time you that's know, my going favorite through it. actually i was listening to the music that i was dropping like back when we was uh we was rocking together and i was like yo like even my style and the shit that makes my ears work like nice like I wonder why that shit was so tight back then, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, because I can go back and listen to, like, Nick's old album, and it's like, everything he ever dropped sounds like a classic to me, you know Uh what I mean? But uh, my experimental, uh, or my buffering stages are very, like, uh, obvious to me, just in my own head, you know? I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Around what time did you start DJing for Nick? Was that the first person you DJed for? Was that the first time you started DJing? Mm. I so like when we first like talked about questions. it <laughs> <laughs> when we first talked about it, I think it was at this house show party and I was DJing that. Yeah. And um I forget what bands were playing, but it was in Fountain Square. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I the times I DJed before that was like record store day at um Indie C D and Vinyl, like in twenty eleven. Yeah. And just like pretty much like my friends' birthday parties and shit, like yeah. shows, like be like, hey, bro, I got you. Yeah. You need music, but, but like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. And uh, like that was the first time I played like like on stage at the White Rabbit. Like mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I like I used to yeah. like the White Rabbit. Like you I don't, don't like it anymore. Whoa. I haven't performed. There. <laughs> I fuck with it. I like when real talking should be going on, but I never like I you never see come. it as a rap venue anymore. You know. Nah, I feel like the White Rabbit is definitely one of the last of the Mohicans and Fountain Squares. It's yeah. a good word as it come as it as it comes to actual programming in a venue on yeah. a local level, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's it's cool be they got they got you know the burlesque, they got the comedy shows, but I feel like they still have a good uh foot into just like local music as sure. far as like if you're a local musician and you're decent, you can like reach out to them and they'll be like, Yeah, fuck with you. Yeah, you got the like the best voice ever. <laughs> you have had some practice, man. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's and that's the thing that with uh we're going kind of off subject, but like <laughs> just the venues in our city, um you gotta, it, it, it's you really got to hold on to them with all your heart, especially the ones that fuck with you on a local level. Yeah. And their programming is open to people that are doing all kinds of different things because we're 
all over the place. I feel like as far as genre and stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you say uh, they picked up Lop- Lopon? Yeah, Lopon's going to go there. That's awesome. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. They're really helping us out. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I, I've, I've only performed there a couple times, and I feel like it's too much stage space for for uh, for me, like, up there by mm. myself. But then Nick was up there for the, uh, the Lita anniversary show. Mm-hmm. It's serious as Nick, for anybody who doesn't know his name. Uh, <laughs> I just keep calling him Nick because it's the yeah, homie's here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, up. like, I like it when, you know, you can put, like, projectors and shit like that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, when I when I started, uh, I don't remember when I asked you to DJ for me, mm-hmm. but I only had like three DJs. It's like you, oh really, um, Black Boy, mm-hmm. my boy Easton, RP, mm-hmm. and um, uh, DJ Friday. He be DJing for Flacco, and so I, I kind you know me. I don't really like fuck with people like having my flash drives if I lose them and shit like that. Yeah. You know, and I feel like it's a certain type of chemistry that has to be had. But uh, I, I'm not sure when I asked you like the first show that we did together. Mm-hmm. But I remember like, like wondering if you'd fuck with it. I didn't want to like offend you and nothing like that. <laughs> I know I had like a thing. I remember uh, we did our interview with the radio station. Um, WFYI was it? Yeah, oh, yeah Kyle Long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. like we like talked about like how uh, he's like, yo, like how does it feel like DJing for him? He might be saying like some wild ass shit. You feel <laughs> me? Like, yeah, I do want to hear you like uh, how that was for you. I don't even remember what I said. I don't remember either. I just know like it was like I remember uh, you telling me you were maybe uh, what's the word? Hesit- hesitant. Hesitant. Hesitant to mm-hmm. to uh, embrace. Um, or to fuck with me and like put your name with my shit and say we were, like rocking together just in mm-hmm. case you know what I mean. Uh, my lyrics might come off as a um, maybe misogynistic or uh, things like that. And mm-hmm. um, I think your reply was just about uh, how like I'm just not you know what I mean. And I'm a cool yeah, dude, but I, I want to yeah, know. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And I think I was saying like maybe the lyrics could be like in the voice of not just a guy saying it too. Yeah, totally. And I mean. And I thought that it was cool that you asked me to do it, because mm-hmm. that means that... I mean, you could see it as misogynistic still, I guess, if you wanted to, but it also you, you could decide not to. Yeah. And, um, like, the fact that you asked a girl to be your DJ... I thought that shit was or, hard. I don't know. We did photo yeah. shoots together and shit. I was like, hell yeah, we rocking. <laughs> it was cracking. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I think shit like that should happen anyways. I feel like people having their DJ, when people go on tour and shit like that, like, I think French Montana, I saw him, and his DJ is fire, and she just has a whole thing with her set, you know what I mean? She'll have, like, girls come out, be twerking, and she gets on the pole, and all this cool-ass shit. It's just like, oh, shit, she's doing this whole performance before he goes on. I feel like that's what a DJ should be all about. Like, if I don't have a personal DJ that's, like, my nigga that we can just rock with, like, I don't even want to just give random people my shit, you know? Mm Um... Uh, damn. Where was I going after this? I don't know, cause it sounds like it was just something that you was just doing. It doesn't seem like it. It really was too much extra out of your pocket. Uh-uh. I feel like the shows we did were tight though. Yeah. We had that one basement show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whose fucking house Birthday it was. Birthday party. Was it Zach? Was it the True Blood yeah. show? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. That yeah. shit was fire. Yeah. That shit was fire. I had a clip of it on my last phone that was like really tight. I was wrapping my ass off and somebody like kicked me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it was wet. It was wet ass shit. Straight in my mouth. I had gravel and shit in my face. It was like, God damn, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, there was a, a show we had. I don't know if Sean, if you knew this. We had a show where we went to the spot and like. It was for New Year's Eve. Oh, shit. And, and um, like, Lafayette? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, like, they asked us to play. Do you remember that, Draco? Mm-mm. I don't remember. Oh! Yeah, because yeah, it wasn't yeah, fun. Yeah. That shit sucked. We it had was- a New Year's <laughs> show. Were we That's the only no. show. Yeah, it was just us. Oh, okay. It was the shittiest show I ever did in my life, bro. It was on New Year's. Was it New Year's? Yeah. It was like, yeah, bro. Yeah, so we oh. went there for New Year's, and, and that was, like... You know, because you guys have taught me, like, how to, you know, just be more confident and stuff. Even mm-hmm. if you didn't say it, you know, we were just, like, doing this. And that's why I say yes to so many things, because I want to learn, you totally, know? yeah. Like, if something sucks, I'll still learn from mm-hmm. it. And um, anyway, so, like, that show, I felt like I learned something that, like, I kind of, like, saved it in this little way. Because I was like, look, don't be offended. They just don't like rap music. And yeah. I played a rap song. And then, wa- like, we watched the crowd. I was like, look. 
And then we just watched him, and then I was like, now watch watch me play this song. Some and that song is like, dun, 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 talk to him since that's crazy so the first time i ever realized the whole misogyny of so like of music and like live performance and bands and shit was with you when uh this was i think even before i was in white moms with Kristen and charlene that i've noticed it but we do we played a show at the bishop Mm. and we came in we went into the venue for sound check and the dude Asked if you were the merch girl. Yeah. And we were like, fuck you, bro. Yeah. And we're like, what? Like, fuck you. Like, nah, she's with us. She's DJing. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I, I just found that it's just so fucking bizarre. And it isn't until you're playing live with women and in any genre or whatever, how it's just so quick to them to be like, oh, it's a merch girl. Or like, it's just like, there's live sound people and all old heads and shit like that. It really is like fucking annoying. And I did not know that until I started. And I was like, honestly, Or just realizing it until, realizing it firsthand until uh, I was on the road with you. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, like for Bloomington too, like I just assumed if I was like, Seeming, seemingly like offended or whatever like mm-hmm. I was he'd be like oh my gosh I'm so sorry you know mm-hmm. like and that's something that that if that happens again and someone would do that I wouldn't really be like like it's kind of shitty but like it helps at least to just be like, like own up to it and say oh I'm sorry I didn't mean it like that or something Yeah. but he's just like oh and just walked away and I was like what the fuck <laughs> Fuck out of here nigga I, I like I, I feel like we had a good thing cause it was like I don't really like care at all that you're a girl you know what i mean and it's like oh fuck it bro Mm -hmm. like you're doing some shit i don't know how to do like can you do this for me because i need your help (laughs) you know what i mean i I hate when i see people walk up to women and start touching their shit or telling them how to do shit you feel me when shit's going well already it's like bro relax you know what i mean uh i i I think you do a great job at what you do you know what i mean and motherfuckers need to know this shit you feel me yeah um Let's see. Uh, what else do you do as far as? Because I remember you used to fucking when you were doing the shit back then. We would make like cassettes. Yeah. And you was putting them shits together yourself with your mixes. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else? Like, uh, what other DJ things do you do these days? I still make. I just made some tapes like this last weekend. Yeah. Um, and you know I'm going to school for design, but. I'm trying, like, it's not, like, something different. Like, I'm incorporating it in the stuff that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, this last weekend, um, I worked pretty hard on trying to put, like, more of a visual to this party that I've been doing for two years. That's tight. And that's with D Strange and uh, DJ Shawshank. Mm -hmm. And um, we play all vinyl soul music. And really, it's it's called Sold Out, but we also play a lot of funk and disco, too, to keep people dancing, you know. Yeah. And, um... So yeah, we put um we we I wanted to have like something to celebrate that we've been doing it for two years. So I made stickers and I made tapes and yeah, we all like mixed on it. It's cool. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Uh, have you done um any like uh like ever just been a part of a venue event or something like that? Um, I know motherfuckers they've been doing that. We just interviewed Luke and uh, Alex uh, Gonzalez uh cool. for the. What's it called? The club plex thing they yeah. do. Yeah, that shit's tight. I'm I love probably them. gonna drop that shit like next week or something. Yeah. But uh, have you ever like been a part of an event or uh, consistently DJed anything, or you just kind of just be like, "Fuck it, let's see if I want to uh, get involved with this or not." And when people hit you up, oh, like Lopone? Is that what you mean? You DJ Lopone? Yeah. Really? Yeah, That's you tight. didn't know that. I don't ever really go. Like, when go. I go, it's always a pioneer, and it's always packed. Yeah. So I just be, like, <laughs> outside of, just fuck with everybody while they smoke cigarettes and shit. You feel I me? love DJing that party. Love, love. Like, I'm so, like, eternally grateful for being asked to play. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, a safe haven for me, because, like, all that shit you're talking about with, like, 
straight men trying to talk to me or it doesn't happen at that party, yeah. you know? <laughs> men explaining and, and, and then, shit. <laughs> yeah, people well, are so respectful. to the people listening what Lopone is? So Lopone is like Indie's queer dance party that um, serves a purpose of kind of like uh, more of um underground or I guess it's not really underground, but it's not like your typical like pageant queen style drag show. Mm-hmm. It's a little more like alternative and um DIY feeling and stuff. I like it. I like yeah. it. They they turn up in the motherfucker. Yeah. I slide through and I'm just like, whew. It's deep in this <laughs> bitch right now. Yeah, yeah, I've seen you there. <laughs> yeah, I, I like mm-hmm. to pull up, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Um you've been doing it for a while? Yeah, since the third show they had, I think. Mm-hmm. So not since the first one, but And it's been yeah. it's been just a couple months, right? That it's been uh down. Yeah, I haven't like since uh Pioneer closed down. Has it been anything since that? We just had to skip. It's funny because I said I wasn't going to do it in January. Like, I was like, hey, I'm not going to be able to do Lopo in January because I'm going to be in Mexico. Yeah. And then the shit went down. And then I was like, oh, there's no Lopo happening. Yeah. Um, So it's, we just skipped a month. I think it'll be cool yeah. at, at, at White Rabbit. Yeah. I th- hopefully they got a, enough uh, room for everybody, but I'm pretty sure the bartenders, they'll be able to handle everybody. <laughs> you feel me? They'll be cranking it out for they sure. They will. I mean... <laughs> Also, slight shade is the people who own that place care about it. Yeah. So that makes a big difference. It does, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> 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 yeah. Nah, um, okay. Uh, school. How do you like it? You Were you always in art school? Mm, I went to Heron IUPUI like, for a semester in 2013. Mm-hmm. And no, I wasn't. I went to. I tried to do like something totally different. Yeah, you wasn't fucking with it no more. Um, I, yeah, it wasn't like I gave up. It just wasn't. So I, it's hard to explain. I guess like, I understand. So like when I went to Heron, that was when I was like closer to being out of high school, and I really just was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't regret like taking time off at all. And then I kind of was like, well, maybe I can do a two year degree. And do something that'll get me like this job thing. For sure. And then that was learning to do X-ray tech stuff. That's hard. Remember, like yeah. I was wearing scrubs and Yo, stuff. Yo, no, nah, I do yeah. remember that because I was thinking about doing the same shit for some really? reason. I forget what it's called though. What's it called? Radiologist. Radiologist. Yeah, that was oh, the first thing I considered. Advanced. And then I was like, uh, remember, I was fucking with the eyeglass spots. So I was like, I want to be a fucking ophthalmologist or something. Oh, shit. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I always wanted to just be like, yeah, mom, mom, do some doctor shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, but how'd it go for you? Was you not fucking with it? So I mean, to get in the program alone, you have to get like really good grades. Mm-hmm. And I did that. There's only 12 people in the whole program, and I was in it, and I was doing my shit. And then I was at the hospital, like, doing clinicals. Like, I think at that time it was just three days a week, so I was still, like, part of the day, or part of the week, like, there learning. Yeah. And um, I, like, set everything up to do it right. Like, I saved money so I didn't have to work while I was there. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just was around these people that worked in the hospital, and I had to help a lot of sick people. And it's not that I don't like helping people, but it was just kind of like, it felt like I was... Going too far away from, like, where I come from. Mm-hmm. Like, I was way off over here doing something. Like, I don't know. You kind of, like, you look in the future and you think you think of something as, like, oh, I can wear that hat. You just, like, think you can do that. Mm-hmm. But there is no future. It's now. Like, do you see yourself doing that right now? And if you don't, then you probably should, like. Or for me, I just experienced it. Because I guess it's hard for me to say no sometimes. Like, I don't like being closed-minded. And sometimes it gets me in trouble because I'll just basically not know that something's not for me. So I'll try it first. I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, why not? You feel me? Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't really regret. Like, it's not like I I thought it was too hard or anything. I just felt like I was kind of shortchanging myself a little bit. Like, yeah. going into something that was, like, supposed to be security and all that stuff and then not really trying anything else first or for sure yeah so uh what's your next thing that you i know the art when uh when did you get into what you're doing now so when i was in bloomington i had a pretty good job i was like at the bottom of this record label 
Nice. And I was just like boxing up records in the warehouse and like shipping them all day. Yeah, that shit was fun. That sounds tight. I fuck with that. Yeah, but it was it was cool. And so like, I saved up money when I was working there, and I was like, I want to go back to Brazil, Mm. and I did. And then when I was there, the last time I had been there, actually, unfortunately, hadn't been like six years. So I kind of was like, whoa, last time I was here looking at this chair or this wall, like I was like 20, yeah. you know, and um, and I was like, man, like it just kind of hit like what I had planned versus like what was going on or like what I want to do. And I came back and I was like, I want to finish. I want to finish school. Like I have the opportunity to. Because, like, of Pell Grant and stuff. Yeah. So. I like that. Yeah. I just decided I'm about to start by, uh, paying for some classes again soon. But it's mostly kind of just me trying to fix my days. Because I feel like I'm shifted really far downwards as far as what time I wake up and go to sleep. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I want to shift upwards to, like, okay, instead of going to bed at 6 a.m., I want to wake up at 6 a.m. And I was like, the only way I'll do that is if I got something to do in the morning. So I was like, fuck it, I'll start school again. Um and what are you going to school for? Basically design. Mm-hmm. Like graphic design. Yeah. I love it. It's great. I've been fucking practicing my shit lately. I'm trying to get like really be into it. I do all the art for all these episodes. Oh, you do? Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. And then um I just recently been having people like have me do like flyer work and shit like that. You know what I mean? Jonathan mm-hmm. Brooks had me do one. I'm about to do another one oh, for that's him. Cool. It's like that's just fun, you know what yeah. I mean? I've always been into art and shit though, so mm-hmm. it kinda like and it goes with music. Yeah, that well, that's why yeah. I like I like what you were saying about that, like how you're incorporating it and like what you're gonna do for your events and shit like that. Because mm-hmm. it's like even the podcast, I feel like works as far as uh, not being too far off of what I already do for a living. You know? Yeah, and design has this element of like more of a concrete kind of reasoning. Mm-hmm. It's not so much as like a fine art where sure. you like are expressing yourself. <clears throat> so. It's kind of nice to learn, like, how what makes something look good. Yeah. Um, and you learn about that in other... I'm not knocking fine art, but there's nah. this kind of, like, a... You can be a designer and kind of follow, like, a set of rules. For sure. And you can be successful. Yeah. I want to learn about, I think, my most two things is uh shadows is what i'm really fucked up on i start like noticing all the shadows and shit um on people's bodies because i really want to get better at drawing them and just Mm -hmm. imagining where the sun is and how it affects creases and shit like that you know Mm -hmm. um but then another thing i've been really focused on is color palettes and Mm. like what colors just work together and just make things look pretty you know what i mean and uh i feel like that's just been like stuck in my head i get really into shit like yeah. I'll start doing something and then I kind of get kind of obsessive and like because I have too many questions mm-hmm. and then I just start like just drilling in on like two subjects a week until I just start feeling comfortable with something. Yeah. Um, do you have any goals with your art? Right now, um, I'm just thinking this because whatever you said, I like really like type. Yeah. Like I learned how to format a whole magazine and I love it. Like That's tight. it's something that it's not like drawing, but just like moving stuff around and and making it like read a certain way or Mm. like what you wanted to reference it's so fun fuck yeah so i think it'd be really cool to get a job where i can do more stuff like that that'd be tight um but yeah right now i'm just trying to like like i like making stuff i like staying busy i saw you got this calendar i seen on your instagram that's just hard Uh (laughs) yeah yeah i loved making that too because i just made it like it was the end of the semester and a lot of times when you make something in art school like people jump on it or <clears throat> it's part of the process is to be like sorry my voice is like no, getting good. scratchy yeah you good <coughs> drink, you can drink your water <laughs> i'll drink it in a second yeah um, <laughs> but like you know you make something and people like imagine making a song and someone's like well you should do this yeah well i don't what what if you did this instead you know I, what i mean piss me the fuck off <laughs> so like, mind, like, mind your business dog <laughs> but that's what school is yeah. <laughs> You know how many people cry, like, going to art school? <laughs> it's so real. I, I couldn't... I'm Me, personally, I like my mistakes. You feel me? I like I like being... Like, even, like, here. Like, I'm not... I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm, like, here. And, and I think the coolest thing about it is me not trying to act like I know what I'm doing. And I feel like people yeah. can... They kind of fuck with it. So, when I start other shit, you feel me? Like, I started making beats. I was ass. But I wouldn't, like... <laughs> I wouldn't, like, 
make somebody critique it. You feel me? Yeah. I just a, keep doing it till I'm better. You know. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it is too. Because it makes me nervous. Feedback pisses me off. Because mm-hmm. I know I know if I'm shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Get right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's tight though. Mm-hmm. I fuck with you. I, I like when people do other shit and just stay occupied. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, more people should be into that. I know you're into cycling and shit like that. You've always yeah. been into bikes. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to start fucking around with some shit. Keep me more active. Get all this baby weight yeah. off me. You feel me? <laughs> Little shit. Uh, but nah, man. Anything else that you've been up to? Anything else you want to talk about? Or are uh, we? Or is that wrap everything up? Um. I don't know. How much do these usually last? Do I don't you know. know. How long? How, long how much time on? do we have? Uh, we are at 45 minutes. Okay. That's tight. That's cool. I went by pretty cool. quick. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's cool talking to you again. Yeah. Yeah. We should do this more. I Well, yeah. That's what I want to do. I, I think at some point, I'm thinking about like having people like on here with subjects instead oh, of just okay. straight interviews. Yeah. And then we could like debate some shit. Because I'm not the smartest motherfucker, but it'd be tight to hear other people's point of views and like just bounce, just bounce uh, convos and shit that needs to be said. Because I feel like more locally is is how this is uh, being listened to, you know what I mean? So we could have people on here to just talk about shit, talk some shit, you know? Yeah. If ever you want to get something off your chest, here we are, <laughs> you know what I mean? But nah, uh, it was great talking to you, Jess. Uh, you got? Can you tell people your social so they can find you if they ever need you? You can find me on Instagram under Jess Littletown. Nice. Do you still use Twitter? Yeah, it's also Jess Littletown. Fuck yeah. On Twitter. What's funny is I made that account on Twitter in like 2012. Where? I was already Jess Littletown. What? How do you think of your name? I never. I've never asked you that before. I don't think. Where did Littletown come from? What? It, what does it sound like to you? Is it your real name? No. What do you mean? What does it sound like? I'm just like, I'm like, I, I, like we were talking about art school critique. What do you think of it? a little time. I think it's tight, but I wonder why. I've never wondered why. Have you ever wondered why, Sean? Um, I, you know, I, so I, so I had like my, my thoughts of it, but maybe I'm completely wrong, but I'm assuming, this is me assuming Maybe little town like Naptown type deal right there. <laughs> I figured. Little ass town. I always figured she's from a little town or some shit. <laughs> or you could, yeah, just be from like Brownsburg or something. Yeah. It makes me think of little toy, like little toy cities. Like, yeah. um, well, who used to fucking, uh, what's that one nigga name? Mr. Roger? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Fred Rogers. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Is that that's Eddie the show, Nancy. right? Yeah, and Mr. Rogers' like neighborhood. The trains and shit and the yeah. tiny shit. That's what I think of when I hear your name. Yeah. Yeah, but what, what's up with it? Is it a secret? No, no, it's it's really <laughs> like. So I was trying to like both of y'all have an, a name that's like considered like derivative. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to make a name that wasn't derivative. What's the, and define derivative? Derivative means like like serious black. <laughs> Like, it's a, a name that, like, refer- it's referential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it yeah, references yeah, yeah. another name. So I was trying to make a new name. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, and, like, at the time, like, and this is just what I was thinking. Like, this was when I was, like, 18 when I made up this name. Because yeah. I was putting together, like, records to put on a mixtape. Like, just, like, when I first learned to mix. Mm-hmm. And that it was in Portland. So I was like, what do I, what do I like, people are like, what's your DJ name? And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah, so it pretty much just, like, I was just, like, trying to say words when I was, like, walking around and, and riding, around, like, riding my sister's bike mm-hmm. in that city. And I was just, like, little town. It just sounded good. And it sounded, like, the opposite of, like, DJ, I'm the shit, DJ, top dog. Like, I wanted a name that was, like, more modest. Yeah. And then I wanted I like to make that. something up. That's really, like, what it came from for That's me. That's hard. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yo, Oreo. Where'd you get your name from? Uh, so I was actually through a Dorothy Dandridge film. What? You remember? You know who Dorothy Dandridge is? Nope. She was like the black Marilyn Monroe back in the day. Ooh. Yeah. That's what's up. So there is this movie called Carmen Jones. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's where I kind of got it from. What's the like? What's the Carmen direct Jones. reference? Um. So that just from that movie. Like, so like when I was started rapping, I was like. Was I never really like sat down and like 
thought really hard. So I, my cousin would call me Sean Blake, so I would go by Big Easy Sean Blake when I was like, <laughs> when I was like, shit, like a freshman in high school or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it just came up to me, and I was just like, Oreo Jones. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm about due to come up with another alias. Like I'll Is keep. That, I'm gonna keep Little Town, but I want to do something. I have too many aliases. I yeah. need to just chill. On yeah. Mine. No, you think you have enough? <laughs> nah, yeah. bro, you need like two more. <laughs> well, you're in a band. We in this bitch like the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Yeah. What um, you think about? You been spitballing? Well, so I just recently went to Chicago to see the super awesome trans DJ. Her name's Aris Drew. Yeah. And it was like super ravey and crazy, and it was like her and her and her partner Octo Octa, and like. They both just kind of, <clears throat> they're like, oop. <laughs> that was crazy sound. Yeah, yeah that's hard. <laughs> I want to know how it sounds in the mic. That's going to be tight. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Uh, they, they're both just like super queer, and they play all, they played all vinyl, like techno and house records. Yeah. And like I met them, and then they're like, you should put together a mix and send it to us. And um, so I like, went to the gramophone records the next day, and I was like, I'm going to get all these like house music records, which I have some already, but I was like, kind of thinking, okay, if I was to send them this mix, though, like, do I want my name to be Little Town, or do I want it to be like some shit where I'm just playing techno? You can make some you hard things. <laughs> like, so you're thinking of a whole nother alias, like a whole nother moniker underplaying, like, totally different genre. Yeah, because I think... Yeah, I think like Little Town plays everything, mm-hmm. and yeah. then if I was just to be like a specific like house okay. and techno DJ, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's hard. Yeah. I like that shit. I feel like that's what I try to do myself. I got like fully automatic Draco, and yeah, yeah. Rapper, yeah, baby guillotine. There's like art and fucking yeah. producing and shit. You yeah. feel me? And then like, hey, what's up, man? I feel like uh, electronic, like electronic DJs or like house DJs or like techno or like they have just like regular dudes names you know yeah, what i mean I know. like regular like <laughs> john john crockett or like <laughs> Brit- Brittany, yeah 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 so britney steel or like i feel like that's like the, the yeah <laughs> so my name could be like barbara yeah <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. barbara honeycomb yeah Ooh. Hey, damn look, near damn near <laughs> Fire. Yeah, I, I feel but like, you're just like a fucking crazy, just like deep house and like yeah, yeah. like hard techno. When yeah. I hear this shit, I figure yeah. motherfuckers should have like way harder names, like some fucking yeah, no, they're just like me? some Be- cubicle names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Destructo's Tron or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to feel like a fucking robot, like yeah. like Power Ranger shit. You feel me? Just <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know, man. Look, man, it's good having you. I hope you have a great day. You feel me? Thank you for uh, getting up on here. We need to chill soon or something. Get yeah. some fucking, get some more fun. Yo, we had fun. I hated it. I don't know <laughs> what was up with that shit. That's yeah. so funny. You're the first. You're yeah. the first like, and only person. I know. You're the first and only person I've ever heard. That, I was like, yo, where's the fucking? Ah, yeah, no, nah, I need to do it again though. It was, it was a long time ago. Um, yeah, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. uh, shout out to everybody listening to me. Not talk about shit. You feel me? The amazing Ooh. Jess Little Town in the building. Oreo Jones is my fucker. Uh, man, tell somebody you love him today. Uh, bleeding out, all that shit. Goodbye.